the piano. It calls to me. Its smooth ivory keys cut from the same material as dice and elephant tusks and soap. <clears throat> it challenges me, and I rise to meet it. When my muse takes over, there's nothing I can do but compose, create, be one with the universal notes that flow through my veins and down my arms and into my fingers and out through my fingertips onto the piano keys. That's where my music is born. Artist interviews, music, and more from the Radio Mystic Music Network. Welcome to Escapes episode 45. I'm Pete Havey, your host and composer. You may call me Maestro. Oh, Maestro. Exactly. Thanksgiving week 2010, getting ready for some serious grubbing on Thursday. Though the holiday here in the States isn't all about food. Now, you know, somewhere along the way we lost sight of what Thanksgiving truly means. To be grateful for everything and everyone we have in our lives, for our jobs if we have them, our health. Frankly, you know, just waking up every morning and taking that first breath is a great start for me. And I'm also thankful that I have the ability and the time to create and produce these podcasts for you every week, to program our internet stations and interact with our amazing artists and listeners on a daily basis. All right, enough of the thankfulness. On today's show, pianist Michelle McLaughlin joins me to talk about her latest projects, including her newly released Christmas CD. You know, her skills inspired me as well, as you may have seen in the video teaser for today's show. If you haven't seen it yet, you're not missing much, but you can see it on our podcast page if you're that desperate to watch. Oh, maestro. Yes, thank you. All right, let's kick it off today with some music from the Domo Music Label from the double CD set Myths and Legends. Here's one of the masters, David Arkenstone with Tree of Life. Thank you. 
That's David Arkenstone performing Tree of Life from the CD set Myths and Legends. Great double disc album there. That set also includes a DVD. One of the cool things about it is that you can play disc one and two together and have a, a unique listening experience every time. Always the innovator, David Arkenstone can be found online at davidarkenstone.com. Also, find some of his latest works on the Domo Music label at domo.com. Up right now, our interview with Michelle McLaughlin. Enjoy. Oh, maestro. All right, that's not necessary, really. Really, but keep doing it. Hey gang, we are online with pianist and composer Michelle McLaughlin. How you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. This is your first time on the show, so I'd like to get a little bit of a musical background for you and ask you how you first got into music and uh, proceeded from there. Well, I started playing when I was uh, really little. And I just, I've always been drawn to pianos. Every time I'm in the same room with one, I have to, you know, go touch it and play it. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, from very young, like kindergarten age, I would, I would listen to songs and we'd sing songs in class. And then I'd go home and I'd learn to play them by ear and then, and then come back, you know, during show and tell and I'd play them for everybody. And that's kind of how it all started. You played by ear at that young age? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's cool. I'd go home and just, you know, figure out the notes. It was just really basic then, you know. It was just, you know, right hand stuff only. But then I went to a George Winston concert when I was eight and I watched him on stage and I watched his hands and I listened, you know, to his music and I totally fell in love. And and I'd go home after that and, and learn to play all his songs by ear. And then by doing that, I, I sort of learned how to play better, you know, because I, I, I'm self-taught. So I took piano lessons for a little while, but I uh, hated it because it took the fun out of playing. <laughs> I'm hearing that from a lot of people, is it that more and more artists who, especially who will play the keyboards and piano, tell me that they are self-taught and it's a lot more fun to do it that way. Well, yeah, because when you take piano lessons, you know, you've, you have to follow the regimen. You have to do what the piano teacher says, and, and I wanted to do my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a nice idea for me because, you know, I was thinking of forcing my daughter into piano lessons, but maybe I'll just pull back from that for now. <laughs> yeah. And just kind of shove a piano in her room and maybe she'll get the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little, like a little Casio keyboard with cool sounds on it. There you go. <laughs> Where'd you go from there after you were you taught yourself? When did you decide it was time for you to start creating your own music and releasing uh, your work? Well, for a long time, I composed, but I didn't share it with anybody. I was really private about my music, and I didn't. I was really, you know, self conscious about it, and and kind of embarrassed. Like people would say, "Oh, play me a song," and I'd play it for them, and I'd be really embarrassed about it. And it took it took a long time for me to get past that, and then. Um, after my son was born, um, I just kind of decided, you know, I'm going to really start playing piano and sharing it with people. And in 2000, I was, uh, I, my mom, she bugged me to make her a tape. She said, you know, everybody, everybody else got a tape, but me, but nobody had a tape, just, you know, just my mom wanted one. And I thought, well, if I'm going to make a tape, then I might as well make one for everybody. So I, I put a, you know, just like a tape recorder on top of a Yamaha Clavinova that I borrowed from a friend. And I recorded 20 of the songs that I'd written over, you know, the last, oh, however many years, a long time since I was probably about 10. And I released that on a cassette tape and it was just really makeshift and homemade. And, and the response that I got from that from everyone was like, wow, I had no idea that you did this. You should do more of this. And it was really inspiring. 
and that's sort of what started the whole the whole process for me. So at that point, you you released your first album, which was called Beginnings. Uh huh. Yep, Beginnings. And uh, what was the response when you you came out with that? It was really just overwhelmingly positive. People you know, gave me some really great feedback, said my, you know, my compositions were really beautiful and it really moved them and touched them. But, you know, maybe I should make my songs a little longer because some, you know, some of my songs back then were really short, under a minute. And so I kind of took all this, this great feedback and information that I got from everybody and thought, well, I'm going to really step it up a notch. And I actually released my next album, Elysium, on CD. I bought a Yamaha Clavinova of my own and I used that to record this next album. And in the course of probably maybe only about six months, I composed all of the songs for that album and then released that at the end of December as gifts for friends and family for Christmas. Way cool. Boy, that's a a nice gift. Yeah. seeing in your bio on your website here that with the release of Elysium, that was like a big turning point in your career? It was because that was the that was the first CD that I had released. The, you know, beginnings when I first released it was just a cassette tape and it was only for maybe about 40 or, or 50 friends and family. So not a whole lot of exposure with that. So when I actually released the CD, I gave that to a much broader spectrum of people. And um and the response I received from, you know, that wider group was so overwhelming that I thought, well, this is what I'm, this is what I'm going to do. This, it started off as, you know, um, not a full-time career. You know, I just did it in my spare time and, and, but it was my goal to release an album every year that I could give to friends and family for Christmas. That's sort of how it all started. And then as it became more popular and I started to grow as an artist, I decided, you know, this is, this is a career. This is, you know, my dream come true. It's always great to be able to do what you love on a daily basis, right? Yeah, it is. It doesn't feel like work to me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, obviously, you've got uh, many, many albums that you've released. Tell me about how you come up with an idea for a new album. Do you play stuff in your head or how does that uh, formulate itself for you? All of my compositions are mostly... you know, like if I go someplace and I'm inspired by that place or if something happens in my life and it moves me or I'm touched by it, my compositions are, are based off of those experiences because when I compose, I just sit down at the piano and I just kind of play what I'm feeling or thinking about at the moment. And so that's how the albums evolve. And usually what happens is if most of the songs have a theme behind them, then I will have the album be about that theme. So my album, The Journey, is about, you know, my my path into motherhood and my album the beginning of forever is about um finding love and and coming into a new relationship and my latest album out of the darkness is about divorce and and you know recovery from a really difficult loss and so there's themes behind a lot of my albums and definitely themes behind you know the majority of my songs one of the things that i really noticed when i was listening to your work is that and I can't describe this properly because I'm not a, a musician, but it just seems to me that you have such a light touch on the keys and you it, it's just a very smooth and mellow sounding way of playing. And I don't know if, if you do that on purpose or if that's, you know, just how you are, but I really enjoy it. Well, thank you. There is a lot of uh, piano music out there, and I wanted to ask you if there's a certain 
thing that you do to differentiate yourself from everybody else? I've been told by several friends and colleagues that I have a Celtic sound to my music. And I don't know if that's because I'm Irish, you know, by, by ancestry. And, and so I just have this connection to it. I don't mean to throw it in there. It's just kind of the Michelle McLaughlin sound. Right. And, and, and all of my compositions are just it's not like I sit down today and I say, okay, I'm going to write, you know, a Celtic sounding song or I'm going to write, you know, a classical sounding song. I just kind of, whatever feels right and whatever sounds good to my ear is kind of what I go with. Right. Okay. So it's basically you just being you. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Which is a good thing. <laughs> being self-taught, you know, I, I'm, I'm limited, I think in, in some ways. And I just, I, the, the, the way that I play is just, you know, the only way I know how. And I watch other artists and I listen to other music and I, I try and grow based off of, you know, the observations that I make. Of all the albums that you've released so far, do you have a favorite or are there any that really stand out for you personally? Out of the Darkness uh, is my most favorite so far, but I think that's because it's the most personal. Mm -hmm. the, the, the album is basically a musical diary of my experience and the music is incredibly personal to me. And, and I actually wasn't planning on releasing any of this music as I was going through this ordeal. Wow. It wasn't until after I kind of, you know, came out of the darkness that I, right. that I realized, oh, this music I've written is really, you know, really powerful stuff. And then I decided, you know, I should share it. And, and uh, so I think that's my favorite. A Celtic Dream is another one of my favorites just because I, I absolutely adored my trip to Ireland and that's what that, that album is about. So that's awesome. Yeah, Out of the Darkness was very, uh, uh, just listening to it, uh, me personally, it was just a very emotional album. You could just feel that coming through. So uh, just a well done album on that one. Thank you. All right, now tell me a little bit about your newest Christmas album that you just released. It's called Christmas Plain and Simple 2, and it is a sequel to my first Christmas album, which is just called Christmas Plain and Simple. I wanted to do another Christmas album because my first album is so popular. I, you know, I... That album has Away in the Manger and Silent Night and, and Oh Holy Night and a lot of the, you know, the most popular Christmas songs. So I wanted to release another one that included some of the lesser known but still favorite Christmas songs. Do you have any Christmas songs that really stand out to you as personal favorites? Um, I absolutely love Silent Night. And um, that's one of my favorites on my first Christmas album. On this new Christmas album, there's um, several. Oh, Christmas Tree is one of my favorites. And one of my all-time favorite Christmas songs is Oh, Come Emmanuel, which I did a version of that. Green Sleeves is another favorite. I really love those dark minor key Christmas songs. <laughs> so do I. I don't know what it is, but dark people like us enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we wrap up, let's tell everybody where you are on the internet. MichelleMcLaughlin.com. That's Michelle with one L and it's MC. L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N.com. And also you're on Facebook, right, Michelle? I am. Do you have a fan page on Facebook? I do. It's just fan. It's just Facebook.com. And then, you know, it's Michelle McLaughlin Music. Okay. So my personal one is Michelle McLaughlin. And then the fan page is Michelle McLaughlin Music. Well, fan her up, folks, and go to the website. Purchase this music because it is beautiful music. Michelle, you're a fantastic artist, and I always enjoy listening to your work. Well, thank you very much. Thanks so much for taking the time to be with me today. Is there anything else you wanted to... Uh, drop in here before we wrap up no just wanted to say thanks for having me on the show and and i hope everybody enjoys the music from the cd out of the darkness here's michelle mclaughlin with forsaken
just heard Michelle McLaughlin performing Forsaken from her CD, Out of the Darkness. Visit her online, michellemclaughlin.com. You get the link to her website off of our podcast page at eastgapes.radiomystic.com. And please pick up her latest CD, Christmas Plain and Simple 2, just in time for the holidays. The follow-up to the highly popular Christmas Plain and Simple 1 goes great with Christmas dinner, and I'm sure with coffee, which I'll be testing out soon. So much to do, so little time. This weekend kicks off the holiday season. And what would the season be without Winterscapes Radio? We're adding some new music to the station this weekend, including new Christmas tracks from Heath Vercher, Jace Vec, Michelle McLaughlin, and lots more. Be sure to tune in to WinterscapesRadio.com and add something special to your seasonal celebrations this year. Also be on the lookout for our annual Holiday Free Downloads, a six-pack of free tracks, courtesy of some of our Winterscapes artists, available exclusively to our Facebook fans. Now, if you haven't liked Winterscapes on Facebook yet, get over there and do it now so you don't miss out on the free downloads in December. That address is Facebook.com slash winterscapes and speaking of holiday music we've got special episodes of all of our downloadable music podcasts coming in december first up two episodes of the atmosphere's new age podcast will feature christmas and holiday music from winterscapes radio and a special episode of our x3 music podcast will feature ambient tracks that evoke the silence and sometimes the solitude of the winter season in a show called simply frost watch for those coming in december on the radio mystic music network you can find both shows on itunes or on their own websites grab the links at radiomystic.com and as far as this podcast escapes our next show will feature an interview with vocalist and composer amethyst she'll be talking about her holiday cd remembering christmas it'll be a festive little show i like to call the 2010 Holiday Extravaganza. Oh, maestro. Okay, I think you've pretty much overdone that. Let's just move on. Thank you. Have an awesome Thanksgiving, gang. I hope that you'll make our online stations and podcasts a part of your Christmas celebrations this year. We'll see you again in a few weeks on the next episode of Escapes. Escapes. Escapes.